Welcome to the Sharid Sedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Sharit Zedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. At the beginning of tonight's service, I began with the song Lecha Dodi. This is a beloved opening song in many Reformed congregations. But Lecha Dodi is but one of eight separate psalms and songs that make up the whole Kabbalat Shabbat service. Now we've heard the term Kabbalat Shabbat, and we see it at the top of the page in our Sidurim, but just what is Kabbalat Shabbat? Kabbalat Shabbat literally means reception or acceptance of Shabbat. And the, it is a prelude to Shabbat. And the origins of this can be found in 16th century Safed, located in the mountains of Galilee in northern Israel. Today, that town is known as Tzfat, and it's the home of many artists. But during the 16th century, it was the center of Jewish mysticism. During that time, Rabbi Isaac Luria and his disciples would form a procession every Friday afternoon and go to the outskirts of Safed to receive the Sabbath bride with song and praise. They sang and recited psalms and hymns composed specifically for that occasion. The concept of processing out to the fields to welcome Shabbat originated from a minor report of the personal practices of two pious second-century rabbis who welcomed the Shabbat with the greeting Boi Kala, which means come bride. It was said that Rabbi Hanina robed himself and stood at sunset of the Sabbath eve and exclaimed, come and let us go forth to welcome Shabbat Malka, the Queen Shabbat. Rabbi Yanai donned his robes on the Sabbath eve and exclaimed, Boi Kala, come bride. One of the poems that, that is the story from which this whole procession and the tradition stemmed. One of the poems or hymns that Rabbi Luria and his followers would recite or sing was Lecha Dodi. It was composed by one of the earlier mystics of Safed, Solomon Alkabates, around 1540. In this poem, Shabbat is compared to a bride who is joyously welcomed by the community of Israel, which represents the bridegroom. And the entire poem is full of wedding symbolism and love. This mystic ceremony of Kabbalat Shabbat quickly spread to other communities where the Sabbath bride was welcomed, not in the fields, but in the synagogue immediately before the Friday evening service. In time, Kabbalat Shabbat was standardized to consist of six psalms corresponding to the six days of creation, the hymn, Lecha Dodi, 
followed by two more psalms, Psalm 92, the Shabbat psalm, and Psalm 93. Other hymns and songs were added by various communities over time, but the basic form of Kabbalat Shabbat remains. Composers over the centuries have fallen in love with these psalms, and there's no shortage of music for them. Since many of these psalms are quite long, songwriters would often select one or two verses from the psalm to set to music. You are already familiar with many of these psalms and songs, since we often sing the melodies to our open songs. Since it has fallen out, Reformed congregations generally don't take the 30 minutes that it takes to recite Kabbalat Shabbat to do it before the Friday evening service, I want to connect you tonight to those psalms and take a deeper look at some of the music that has been written for them. So, all right. Our first psalm, Psalm 95, begins, L'chun deranina ladonai, Nariat sur yishenu. Come, let us sing joyously to Adonai. Raise a shout for our rock and deliverer. Don't those words just lend themselves a song? Many composers have set this, set this opening verse to music, including a group known as Ma Tovu. Ken Chasen and Yoshi Zweibach wrote many of the settings of psalms and prayers that have become standard in our Reformed worship. Here, which I know you know because we've sung it before, is one. So feel free to sing along. Let us sing out to God, the maker of all, sure and strong. Let all of creation from mountain to sea hear our song. I was originally going to have Maria play that, but unfortunately she couldn't be here tonight and I didn't know. <laughs> so you got to hear me try it. <laughs> Rabbi Simon plays that so much better, but that's okay, you got the general gist of this wonderful song full of joy that's full of music. Now, our next one is Psalm 96. Shiru Ladonai Shir Kadash. How many of you know these words? Sing unto God a new song. Sing unto God all the earth. These words are so familiar to us, it's easy to forget that they come from a psalm written over 2,000 years ago. The psalm is often referred to as simply Shiru Ladonai. It repeats the word sing three times. According to a midrash, 
These three instances allude to the three daily prayer services when Israel sings praises to God. Shacharit, the morning service, Mincha, the afternoon service, and Ma'ariv, our evening service. Now we're all familiar with Julie Silver's version, which is Shiru la Donai Kol Haaretz, right? We've all sung that many times. Well, I want to introduce you to a song. It's a different setting, and it's sung by cantor Ozzy Schwartz at Park Avenue Synagogue in New York City. Don't be surprised if we start singing this one very soon. I like that one a lot. Our next psalm, Psalm 97, Or Zaruah, begins actually, Adonai Malach Tagel Haaretz, the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Now, its verses reference God's sovereignty, God's enactment of justice, and the widespread rejoicing that will ensue. There are many settings that have been used, that have used the beginning part of this psalm. However, it's verse 11 that seems to be the most popular to be set to music. Or zarua letzadik ul yishrelev simcha. Light goes out for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. There's a very popular version of this particular psalm, this setting, by Jeff Klepper and Dan Freelander. And it was very popular in camps years ago. So I'm sure you'll recognize it. Feel free to sing along. I can see why that was very popular in the camps. They loved it. Our next psalm is Psalm 98. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. This psalm is all about praising God in song, and it also features many expressions and instruments of music and song. According to another Midrash, Psalm 98 is the 10th and and final song that the Jewish people will sing after the final redemption. And not surprisingly, there are many settings of this psalm of rejoicing. 
So this particular verse, Zamru Laranai Bichinor, sing to the Lord with the harp, it just screams out to composers to please write music for it. So Noah Aronson, whose music we sang was to the Baruch Hu earlier tonight, that was his setting of the Baruch Hu, wrote a setting of this. These are verses 5 and 6 of Psalm 98. And we're going to listen to him singing with the rabbi and cantor of Central Synagogue in New York City. So here we go. That's a lot of fun. I like that one as well. Oh, no, I'm not ready for you yet. Shh. It's coming. It's coming. I promise it's coming. All right. Next, we have Psalm 99. Now, the last line of Psalm 99, that has been a favorite of songwriters for a long time. Exalt Adonai, our God, and bow down toward God's holy mountain. I know you're going to recognize this version of Romamu because it's often sung during the Torah service as part of the Hakafa. I'm sure you can guess what it is. By Craig Talbot. Adonai Eloheinu Ve'ishahavu So there's Romamu. Who knew that they came from all these, all these beautiful songs we sing came from these psalms? The last psalm, the sixth psalm before Lachadodi, is Psalm 29. Similar to Psalm 99, the last line of this psalm has been well set over the years. But in addition, this line has many different uses. It's often used by rabbis to close a service. And it's the last line of the Birkat Hamazon, the prayer after the meal. Let's see if you recognize the words. Adonai oz le'amo yitain, Adonai yivarech et amo vashalom. Adonai gives God's people strength. Adonai blesses God's people with peace. What a beautiful thought. This is a, a version I found, a setting by Nava Tehila, which is a group in Israel. They have become very popular with Jewish clergy of late, and the music is very heartwarming, it's beautiful, and it's, it's, it's very much down to earth. I hope you will enjoy this. Adonai, O 
that's Adonai Oz. Then we sing Lachado Di, and then we come to Psalms 92 and 93, the last two psalms before we do the Chatzik Kaddish, which serves as the in-between or the, the, diff, the separation between one section of service and the other. Have you ever wondered why we chant Chatzik Kaddish so much? Why the Kaddish is in our service so much? It serves as this delineator. It ends one part of the service and announces the beginning of the next. And at a traditional synagogue, you would hear it over and over and over again because there are so many different sections. The last two psalms, Psalm 92, is Tov Lehodot Ladonai. How many of you know Tov, Tov, Tov Lehodot, Tov Lehodot Ladonai? Max Janowski sang that, for, I mean, wrote that, and we do it all the time. This next one is by, again, Matovu, Ken Chasen, and it's personally one of my personal favorite versions of Matovu. Wait, wait, wait. There it is. It is good to give thanks to Adonai and to sing praises unto him, her, or it. So here we go. I love that setting. Our last psalm, Psalm 93, like I said, serves as the conclusion of Kabbalat Shabbat. Adonai malach ge'ut lavesh, which means Adonai reigns and God is robed in splendor. For many centuries, Jewish liturgy has been filled with a musical language called nusach, groups of musical motifs and shapes, sometimes called modes, for setting prayers and psalms. Traditions have grown up whereby different modes and shapes are used to distinguish between weekday and Shabbat prayer time, as well as the cycle of the liturgical year. Music affects us at an emotional level, often through our subconscious. So we do not need to be musical or have any special knowledge to feel the shift of energy and meaning through the liturgical cycle as the musical soundscape changes. One of these important shifts happens on Friday evening, just before the Baruchu, the call to prayer, with Psalm 93. At this point, a new musical mode is used, and it's called, most appropriately, the Adonai Malach mode, which has a positive, hopeful sound in which permeates much of Shabbat prayer. I found a wonderful musical setting of this song that uses this beautiful mode. It's sung by a group of Israelis in the Nava Tehili community, 
And I thought, what better way to end this sermon in song? I hope you can hear and enjoy it. Shabbat Shalom.